This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Well, covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, man? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. We are live. What's up, boys and girls? It's a Tuesday of Super Bowl week. Dave Sherapan, the book, is in Los Angeles on Radio Row. I am Matt Peralt. I'm the Bostonian, and I'm still in Vegas, but the car is packed, Dave. We are efforting to get out of the Vegas area at some point around 1.30 or 2 o'clock today. And we will be rolling to your area, seeing what traffic will be. How are you? How are you feeling on day three for you in Los Angeles? Man, I mean, yesterday was a long day. Had a little, had to take a little nap, the extra sleep in this morning. But um, in the traffic in the morning, listen, we're going to have to time the drive here. Um, you know, I'm staying at the hotel. It's supposed to, it's about 15 to 17 minutes away without traffic. Not when you leave late. I can tell you that right now because there's a lot okay. of traffic in L.A. But nothing we ain't used to. It's like driving to the street okay. at a busy time. It'll be fine. Um, day two has been fantastic so far. Walking in the room, there's a lot more people here. There's a buzz. And, you know, McAfee's over there doing the show. There's screaming. There's yelling. There's hooting and hollering. <laughs> and there's only four guys on the set. There ain't no public <laughs> in here yet. It's just as loud as place in the world. And uh, so it's it, it's fun. You can You can feel the vibe already starting to build. But at the same time, man, everybody sounds like they're saying the same thing. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's just, yeah. it's, it's bizarre. By Friday, we'll, we'll figure it out because we talk about all the different sports and all the stuff. But right. know, some people here talking about the same stuff. I'm like, what are you talking about? All right. That's local radio. Ooh. That's local radio. When you're on local radio, <sighs> you got the same thing. Rinse, it's, it's, wash, repeat. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you know? But like, like. I mean, how many times can you talk about the Cam Akers prop? I went on a bunch of shows yesterday. Everybody gave me the Cam Akers prop, rushing yards over. Like, okay, I don't know now. Like, it's when I'd be sitting in the book for all that time and people come in and keep betting the same thing. And I'm like, and I, I just don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Is, that, is that a prop to, that we should be fading come Sunday morning? Because uh, it's going to climb, right? If everybody in the world is talking over, over, over. Up. I, right. I checked it in a couple places. It opened, I think, in like 58, 58 and a half or something. It's 62, 65 in one place. Like, it's going up, up, up. And what has happened? Like, did, did they leak the playbook? Did they leak the play call sheet? Like, is Akers really going to get the ball all these times and, and run? I don't know. But it's just you can see how these things build. And, I mean, literally, it's the first time not in a book for me in two decades. You know, yeah. I'm used to hear one thing in the book and from the people coming in and then, you know, watch the shows from a distance. Now we're here and we're listening to it from table to table to table and they're talking and everybody's like, hey, give me one prop that you like. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? What are you asking me for? It's hilarious. It's too funny. Well, then you get the idea that like, you know, the country doesn't know 
bleep, right? I mean, it's not just in Vegas, we hear from Vegas betters, right? And it's like, oh, you know, nobody knows shit in terms of like in Vegas, but then you're seeing like, oh, you're talking about Florida, Texas, Maine, Boston, Chicago. No one knows, no no one knows what they're talking about. Nobody knows shit. I know one thing, that (laughs) t-shirt looks nice, by the way. You like it? That looks nice. Yeah, we got props merch. So we got props gear. I'm bringing a box. I got a box full of stuff that I'm bringing. I got all sorts of fun stuff. Everybody. It's going to be in everybody's place. This is great. So I got, I got footballs that we can throw around. I got mini footballs and like literally like stress ball footballs are a bit bigger. I've got, I've got men's and women's t-shirts that we're going to hand out. So from time to time, because on Wednesday, that's when the media, uh, the, the radio row is open to the fans. So fan fest kind of like gets you in. So People start showing up on Wednesday, on Thursday for the game. They start getting jacked up and excited. All the parties start rolling on Wednesday and Thursday. So, yeah, we're rolling in with 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 some merch and some gear. But like, how how nervous should I be about tomorrow morning? Like, how how tough is this going to be? Because if the thing, if the media tent closes at six p.m., we're not getting there by six p.m. tonight. So that means the way, Matt, the way you drive. We if we wrap this show right at eleven, all right, we'll do better to book it. Get out, all right. Wrap the show. Get on the road. There's no way we're back. By the way, Papa Bear is coming on at 1045. So there's no way we're wrapping at 11. Just FYI. Okay. So like this will be a normal show. Industry. We we don't have, we don't have hard outs. The whole point of doing this show is we don't have hard outs. You and I can just ramble and stop whenever we want. So 1130 Pacific times when we're going to start, we'll probably stop this show. Then I got to post the show. I got to get it up and we got to edit it. That's 12. Then I got to get everything squared away just in the house, make sure it's okay. Then I got to drive to Ferris house. Then I pick up Farrah, turn around, and then we're going to leave from there. So like we're, we're eyeballing 2 PM. So like four hours, four and a half, we're eyeballing like a seven o'clock roll in time to the house in in the West Hollywood Hills that we're staying in. So okay. there's no way I'm getting downtown at that time, even if it was open. So we are 20 minutes away, 25 minutes away, according to Google, the house to downtown LA to radio row. So like at eight o'clock in the morning tomorrow, we're rolling out at seven. Okay. AM tomorrow to get down there for 8 a.m. on the nose to get in and get set up. My anxiety level tomorrow morning is going to be through the roof. Oh, without a doubt. I'm already, I'm already, I'm already panicked for you because I know how you get. <laughs> this is not going to be good. We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. But you're going to be, you're going to be very uptight because I, I, I mean, I hope that they have enough people there in the morning. To, to, to get the passes, like, you know, because if somebody's late for work or whatever they're doing and yeah. you get in is dependent on someone else being there open and on time to pick up your credential, I'm going to be nervous for you. But we'll be fine. Like, if we – we'll be fine because I know the way you – listen, it's a table. There's one power strip. There's just – we're just going to set it up just like this. I mean, I set up the shot. You're going to be on one side, me and we'll, – Right. Well, no, we got we we got eh, we're a little more advanced though. We got two camera shots, and we've got a setup that we'll have, and we'll have a guest on one side, and like we've we're gonna be more than just a quickie. Like we we'll look a lot more professional than than I think you're 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 imagining, and it it, it kind of stinks because you better be the guy that yeah. So the person that was supposed to give us our backdrop, um, unfortunately, he's down with COVID. Oh. So, so what, 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 yeah. what else would happen? 
That's fine. So he's going to have to overnight. He has to find somebody to come to the house because he's because he, he him and his whole family have COVID, and he has the backdrop. So he's not supposed to leave the house. So he's going to get someone to come over. He can put it out in the front deck. Someone's going to pick it over, pick it up. Then they got to go ahead and um, to 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 go in and he has to sick kids to go pick up or drop off. Do you need somebody to? No, they can do it. It's just they're going to. It's it's going to overnight to the house. So we won't have the backdrop till Thursday. We'll have it. We'll just have it for Thursday and Friday versus having it for tomorrow. So just a little bit of a you know hook, but it, it's okay because. Uh, we we're we starting to get up, those. Listen, there's all kind of places we can set up and have some great shots. We don't. Okay. The, the background, we'll be fine. You'll be fine. Okay, cool. We're okay, cool. So, so creative. I can't wait for for the. Well, that's what Matt does. That's Farah. Yeah, yeah. Farah can do all that. So like the, 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 that's his gig to set up the shot as to how he wants us to look and what, how we're going to appeal to the audience. But we will look different tomorrow. We will have a a different single shot and 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 and, and a guest shot who will come on by and have some fun coming tomorrow. I know. Pierre Garcon and Marshall Falk are coming on with us this week. We've got some Max and Bet traders coming on. Um, some other people have, already, have, have reached out and said that they're in the area and they're going to be walking Radio Row. So it, it's going to be interesting to see who sits down and kind of who who we get to hold of and who we can talk to and, and, and everything else. All my guys, my, my friends in Los Angeles are all texting me this morning going, what time are you coming in? Where are we going? I'm like, I have no idea. No oh, clue what I'm doing. Where are we going? How am I doing it? All I know is where I'm staying. That's that's about it in, in terms of, 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 of what's going on. I'm just trying very hard, Dave, the whole trip because what, what, what's really fun about our company is that I love our bosses. So I, I was asking my bosses, like, you know, what should we expect? You know, and, and I've been told to eat like an adult. That's what I've been told. Yep. Eat like an adult. Right. So when I heard that, I went, oh, okay. So now we got to find a place to go to dinner at least once. <laughs> I, I forgot to eat yesterday. And everything that I the whole doing, day? I forgot to eat the whole day. So I, oh, I got here. And then I, I left when I had a, about an hour and a half break. And I went outside and everything was closed. And I would have had to walk across the street to LA Live. There's 100 places to pick. But I had another show. And I was like, I can't leave because I had my whole setup. And yeah. I, I can't leave because I was the only one here. So I, I, I got back to the hotel yesterday and realized, you know what? I didn't even eat one thing today. I've been drinking water the whole day. Like my own fast on top of everything else. Did a little fast yesterday. So, I mean, that's good. We got to eat. We got to eat. I mean, we can eat well, I've been, I mean, I, I never realized how quickly I could lose weight if I don't eat until noon every day. I'm on, yeah. I'm on day three. I'm on day three of not eating. It's kind of crazy. Like I've lost two and a half pounds in three days. Yeah, Uh, baby. I I mean, I feel light. I mean, it's weird. Like I feel you definitely feel it. It's only a couple of pounds, but you feel it. And it's like, I went for a run this morning and I was like, I, I I was, I I felt really good on the run. And, um, you know, it's, it's starting to get to that. I'm 18 days out and it's starting to grow. Like I'm feeling that like, trying to peak at the right time yeah i'm starting to i'm starting to feel like that that's that's coming along so i'm excited about that and then rumble boxing is literally four miles from the house so i'm psyched that i'll hopefully swing on over there and and get some mitt work in and get some some bag work in while we're in la so i get a chance to keep myself sharp because i'm gonna miss like i won't see my trainer for a week i went there last night he was like so i'm not seeing you for a week 
I was like, I got to go to LA, man. What do you want me to do? Right, <laughs> He's right, like, all right. right. Sure. He's like, are you going to go and try to hit it, hit bags anywhere? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll try to do at least once and I'm going to run, you know, in the morning, I'll try to run and whatever. And he's like, and I'm like, I'm going to walk so much in this convention center that like, it's not really going to be a problem. Like <laughs> you walk like 10 miles. No, really? Ain't that much walking. Yeah. Ooh, I, I got it. That's unusual. I mean, we. where do you park? No. Where are you parking? We'll explain, we'll explain all that. I got a I got a place a little side. Oh, been Look open at you every with the angles. Oh, you've, no, been no, day, no. you've been in town for a day and you're already pulling out angles. I used to come here for <laughs> games and stuff. I came here and I'm gonna, we're going to try to get on Sports Center and see Neil. We're going to oh you know, the, the 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 studio and stuff across the street. So we're trying to right. hook up you know, Neil and stuff. So I've been here many times and he told me where to park, where to this, where to that. So. I got it all lined up already. It's it's been fantastic. We'll be fine. But you ain't gonna do much walking. All right, well, that's good to know. All right, so let's talk about a point. Riley just walked by, but he big time somebody. Oh, big time everybody. I mean, he's a he's a he's a he's a he's a. I don't know where would you put Lincoln Riley in the celebrity list of coaches and players in L.A. B list is he still B? He wins a championship. He turns into an A. Yeah, he ain't A list yet. No, I don't think. But I don't know. He's walking around with the with the publicist. The guys just asked him if he wanted to do it. He's like, No, I just did back to back. Just did back to back. That's why you don't want to do it. Just say no, thank you. Oh well, yeah, that's just did the whole. Come on, bro. Yeah, they're all. Get ready for it. I mean, get 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 ready for the the whole scene as to what's as to what's going on and, and how it how it looks and people's opinions of themselves. And I mean, the afternoon drive, the the top twenty five market afternoon drive sports talk show host ego is the worst. Like that one is that one's on that will that will take up the entire LA Convention Center when those guys are are really starting to flex. Like, oh yeah. Oh, it just makes me, I just shake my head at it. The whole thing. It's like, I just shake it. Yep. Okay. Sure. Whatever, man, whatever you need to do, but you, you were right. Okay. Tom Brady yesterday, never say never. Brady already is floating this idea that he is not done, that he has retired from the NFL, but he literally put out never say never, which this is like, what a one year. Where's he going? I think he he's just going to sit back. back and wait. He ain't coming back to Tampa. That's what this move is. He ain't coming right. back to Tampa, but he ain't done playing. I know. It. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if Brady is done. I think Brady might be done this year. But if you remember, Gronkowski sat for a year and then came back. Now, Brady's obviously in a much different place age-wise than Gronk is. Right. But maybe he wants to – this is Brett Favre 2.0. We talked about this when he was talking about retirement. Brett Favre couldn't kick it. He just, it, it always, I'm done, I'm done. And then August rolled around. He was like, ah, I can still throw the football, man. Like, I can still go out there and like, these kids are driving me nuts and my wife is nagging on me and I'm just, can I go back to the game? Like, anybody need a quarterback and then a big injury happens and Brett Favre bombs up with the Vikings. And now we're going to see a big injury happen and then look, if Trey Lance come week six is bad, Brady cries are going to be so loud for him to walk into that team, to go quarterback that team. 
I mean, you know, he would love to have a San Francisco 49er championship ring on his finger. Oh. Little Tom Brady, 10 year old Tom Brady. Hey, you won six with the Patriots. You won one with Tampa. But at age 46, you would have a chance to win one with San Francisco. I mean, he takes that, right? I mean, that's, yeah. it's, I don't care if it's in the conference. It's about legacy. He'll never get a chance to do it ever again. It's one year. Again, if Trey Lance is great, then fine. But if Trey Lance is struggling, oh boy, that's going to be a wild scenario to watch. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I hope he comes back. I, I just want to selfishly, I just want to come back. But like you talked about this, everything, it's crazy because you say all this crazy stuff and like people go, you know, oh, this, this is for all these nuts. I do it sometimes in my head. And then these things start to happen. And I'm like, I see the rundown today and I'm like, oh man. I mean, at least I, I said that Brady was not done. I didn't think he was done. And this is a way out of Tampa because it's a dumpster fire. Everybody's running for the exits, including him. And then he's going to pick and choose where he's going to go. He's going to bring Gronk back with him and, it, you know, whatever. And then, like, this other thing underneath the, 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 the Brady thing on the rundown was happening and coming home and all these different things. I'm like, he's right again. Like, I have to give him credit. <laughs> Look, I, I think Sam Fran would be – uh-oh, dude, did we lose, Dave? Uh-oh. Oh, there, there you are. You froze for a second on me. You're back. Right. Happens. It's going to happen more and more. It's going to happen more and more. As, okay. I, I appreciate that. No, I look, I, I think Tom Brady is going to be like this overarching problem for a lot of franchises that he could yeah. naturally go and play for. And I think San Francisco, I think it becomes an issue. Jimmy Garoppolo gets traded and it's kind of the same thing that the Titans are dealing with right now with Aaron Rodgers because the Titans are having to answer these questions and their GM yesterday had to come out and say, I don't know how many times I have to tell you Ryan Tannehill is our quarterback because Titan fans are going, Hey, Aaron's going to be living in the area. Aaron could be done. And the Packers probably would trade Aaron Rodgers to an AFC team because they don't have to go up against him. So if you're going to trade Rodgers anywhere, the Titans seem to be a pretty natural place to send him. And maybe you could swap quarterbacks and send Ryan Tannehill to the Packers and the Packers have a backup if, in, if if Jordan Love doesn't play well, they've got a chance to go and, and, and have Ryan Tannehill run a similar offense for Matt LaFleur. And so I, I think much like Rodgers is now hovering over the Titans, I think Brady's going to hover over the Niners. And I think it's going to be an issue for any Niner fan saying, hey, our guy, the greatest quarterback of all time, you know, as Patriot fans, we adopted Tom Brady, but we don't really own him. Like Cal He's a California guy. He's a California, he's a Northern California dude. He's talked about all the dreams and memories. He's been compared to Joe Montana forever. I don't know. I, I can't say I'd be mad if he if he went and quarterback the Niners. I think it would actually be a really cool story. Would you be mad if he went to Tennessee? Yes. <laughs> 100%. I want to know part of that. Uh, let, let Aaron Rodgers go there. Like, let Aaron Rodgers go. Rabel's don't, there. Yeah, no. Like, that's boys no. back. Well, he wanted to go there. That, that's what, that, that was the I, quote. You're keeping that bleeping guy? That was the quote from the barbershop with LeBron. That, that was about Ryan Tannehill being kept for the Titans. And he was saying to Vrabel, you're keeping that bleeping guy? And, yeah, they did. You and now about, You want to talk about the boys getting together and giving the old man, the old FU? We're going we're gonna to circle it back in Tennessee. You're oh. going to have to come here 
and beat us in the playoffs. That'd be horrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I Brady I'm staying out of the merch at the top. If that happens, oh, gosh, I'm getting the brain. Tennessee like, staying out. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I didn't put this on the rundown, but but I, I'm just curious because now that someone's bringing it up, Brady to the Cardinals as a joke. But is anybody talking about the Cardinal situation? Like, is 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 that a talking point in in LA, giving it's the NFC West market that Kyler Murray unfollowed on social media, the Cardinals? No, to be perfectly pretty quiet, honest, right? It was very it's quiet, right? Very, very quiet. So and I think there's nothing to it. I, I think it's just people overreacting for whatever reason and trying to stir up, you know, a, a topic during the Super Bowl. I mean, you can't go anywhere. They have them under contract. It's unbelievable. It's it's. Um, I don't know what to make of this. I, I was talking about this on shows yesterday. I don't know when it's okay and you unfollow and this and that. We talked about. But with the kids, you unfollow people on social media. Does that mean you're not friends anymore? Does that mean I don't want to talk to you no more? Is that my warning shot across the bow? Like, hey, I'm just unfollowing you now because, you know, the next move is we're breaking up. Like, I have no idea. I'm so glad that I'm in that realm where we didn't have it because I wouldn't have been able to keep up with it. It was hard enough to try to, you know, be a good guy and, you know, be a good boyfriend and all this stuff. I, I unfollowed you. My friends unfollowed me, this and that. I watch what these kids go through, my daughters and stuff, and the teammates. Listen, we had to have a social media policy. Everybody just follow everybody. If you don't like them, don't tweet at them or Instagram or Snapchat. Is that your team policy? I just try to just be nice. I just told the girls, just be nice. I said, I can't keep track. Somebody's mad. You ain't in the lineup, and now you don't want to DM them. I, I, you just be nice. Oh, that's crazy. Just be nice. So I don't care if you follow each other. I said, I don't care. Just if you tweet or text stuff or snap, put your uniform on, it's forever. So be aware that I see everything. Okay. Yeah. So don't be dumb about it because you're going to. Do you have alerts set? Do you have alerts set on your phone? Are you nuts with everything I got going on? Are you nuts? (laughs) I I I just thought you might want to. I don't know. You might want to really keep track. But listen, the team moms do. I I got, I got, listen, you know, we talk every day. But I talked to a zillion people and I got people like, and I told one of the team moms, listen, you got to watch these kids. I can't, I can't keep track of all their, you know, information. So you got to watch them. But the social media thing is, is a real thing for these professional athletes. Like, yeah, I don't think it's a big story yet. Brady in Arizona. Come on, man. Yeah. I, that's not happening. Like Brady's not going to Arizona, but yeah. No. Uh, all right. So the Giants, Jags, Texans, and Saints all appear to have their head coaches. Did you see what happened this morning at the Tex- at the Texans intro press conference for Levy Smith? Oh no, no, I did not. <laughs> what? Somebody somebody pulled the fire alarm and they had to evacuate the entire thing. The entire press conference had to be shut down because somebody either pulled the fire alarm or the fire alarm went off because the football gods are not happy with the Texans because uh, they literally are a dumpster fire that is setting off fire alarms. Come on. A hundred percent. True story. It happened this morning for Lovey Smith and they had to ask everybody, please leave. Please, we have to run. But that is, you know... Um, Makes perfect uh, sense. Makes perfect sense. Okay. Oh, it's my AirPods. Hold on. That's, 
not Matt Peralt. Doing a show right now. Look at these two. I'm going to do radio with these guys later, but look. This okay. Is, this is, you know, what? Get your mask down, bro. Sorry, right, man. You laugh? What, on. Oh, they can't hear me. They, 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 they can't right hear me. <laughs> yeah. You look good. <laughs> Phillies, brother. Yeah. What's the word, Peralt? This is it. Uh, the, the the word is I'm driving four and a half hours in five hours. He's getting. We're doing a show now. He's getting in the car. He's driving here. We'll be doing a show live here Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. If you can fit in time, come on the show. Come on by. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's lining up guests, all this stuff. We got a lot of things to talk. No, no, we're doing a show live right now. It's on YouTube. It's on everything. I had to bring you on. He don't understand what's going on. <laughs> all right, focus. Sorry, you're sorry. Focus. <laughs> we all know it's going to happen. I've already, I've already told that. To, what do you? Do I sound differently now? Do I sound better? You sound fantastic. Do I sound the same or different? Same to me. Really? You, okay. I, I, listen, I hear your voice in my sleep. I'm not going to lie. Oh, jeez, don't tell me this thing. There's things I don't need to know. These are, but I was having a. Uh, little bit of an airpod issue i think it was the, i think my airpod was actually the microphone that we were this is what we were or this is what we we're hearing not this so oh, i think we fixed yeah, it you sound so, good now you sound really okay good. yeah okay so i fixed it okay so, that, so there we go so since then now we fixed it okay so, so press conference initial press conference return back to houston gets the fire alarm set off which is actually a metaphor for, for the entire franchise makes perfect sense for the entire franchise it's an absolute dumpster fire all right uh Question. The yes. Bengals are in the Super Bowl. Yes. The Bengals had four wins last year. Unbelievable. Does, does, does this story give other teams and other fans hope that if they just get the quarterback, <laughs> that they could turn things around pretty fast? Yeah. Or is it just magic? Is it like the Patriots in 86 or the Patriots in 96 or the Patriots in 2000? They lost the first two of those, so they won the third one. But they get there. They're not really supposed to be here, but they're here ahead of schedule. And so it's lightning in a bottle. And then next year, the Bengals go right back to being, you know, the bungles, so to speak. Or is this a real something people can say, all right, this is why the quarterback is so important. You get the quarterback you can go very quickly to the top of the league. Well, I, I think I think that's been the hidden message in a lot of teams' offices, at least as training camp starts. There's a lot of teams. I mean, they all go with belief that we got our guy and we're ready to win the Super Bowl, except maybe two or three teams are realistically having conversation in their buildings. Does it give a little bit of false hope? Hell yeah, it does. There's no doubt. But, I mean – Joe Burrow is special. Joe Burrow mm. is different. You can just mm. tell. You could tell at LSU. I mean, that dude has been told you can't and you aren't, you know, at Ohio State. He was only an all-world quarterback in, in high school. There's so many Joe Burrows in life that you can keep telling no, and they ain't getting an opportunity. Once they get an opportunity, you're like, man, I knew it all along. No, you didn't because everybody told you no. Right. Um. I, I mean, does the, do the Jets feel like they got their guy? Zach Wilson, is he the guy? I, I Until you get an offensive line, and Joe Burrow's proven it, that you didn't even need to get a full offensive line. Just give me some really good wide receivers, and we'll figure it out. Give me some defense sometimes, and we'll figure it out. Yes, I think people will bet. People will come into the book. 
in the summer and before the season starts in the NFL and bet those teams that you list that get a new quarterback or get a guy that had a really good season this past season and can maybe get over the hump and can pull a Cincinnati Bengals and can pull a Joe Burrow. And absolutely. I mean, don't you think so? This is going to change the narrative for the worst team in the league a year or two ago to the Super Bowl narrative. It's going to run for at least two oh, or three years. Yeah. There's no, it's, it, it, I mean, I mean, the only thing that's really going to be interesting about the AFC is that the quarterbacks in the conference are so talented that it's going to be a war of attrition in the postseason. And so I think it does open up the chances of an NFC team to do this next year where a four win team, because the chiefs had a down year, the bills are still incapable of getting out of their own way in certain moments. You've got, you know, the Patriots are still in a major rebuild. Titans proved that Ryan Tannehill is not ready for the big moment, or maybe never will be ready for the big moment. So there was this path for a team like Cincinnati to find their way to the Super Bowl. And I just wonder in the NFC next year, is there going to be a team that could potentially find their way? I mean, it could be the Cardinals. It, it it could be a team that we're not thinking of that has even less, has had even less success finding their way to the Super Bowl. Like finding. So I just wonder how many I could see an NFC team be the version of the Bengals next year in Arizona, have them be that team that finds their way in. No? Say that again. NFC ver- an NFC version of the Bengals next year. Do you have because of the quarters in mind? Well, I mean, the Cardinals are are potentially that team, but I because because they have a quarterback, they've got talent. They'll get DeAndre Hopkins back. They'll have a better defense next year. But they were a very. I mean, at one point in time, they were the one seed. So it's kind of hard to compare them to the Bengals right, just right. because they did. You know, the Cardinals. Everyone's going to see the Cardinals coming. It's not like they're like, oh, where did this come from? Like. If the, I, I guess I would compare it to no, because Jared Goff is not the same quarterback. Like the Lions making the like, what is the comparison on in the NFC to the Bengals being in the Super Bowl right now? Like, I was a kid in the '80s the last time this happened. It was it's been a long time since the Bengals have been in the Super Bowl. Oh man, I, I mean, because the Bucks were the laughing stock, and then they won it all last year. So that oh, right. so that changed that changed the whole narrative. So, the Lions are the only ones. Like the, the only NFC clown show dumpster fire franchise is the Lions. That, I mean, the teams that are quote unquote the 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 messes in the NFC have a young quarterback that they're trying to bring up and go. So bringing on a veteran quarterback if they get their guy. You know, for the Bears, you can't go. I mean, you can't go get somebody. Brady can't go to the Bears and be the key piece that puts them over. Um, I mean, the NFC West is stacked. The Saints are the most intriguing thing to me because that path. Oh, do I have stories for you, by the way? I've got Saint stories to tell you off the record when I get to L.A. that you're going to love. I met Sean Payton's (laughs) daughter yesterday. She's she's, she's doing work with – with uh, sports grid and and I met her yesterday. Um, she's trying to break into this business. Very interesting. Uh-huh. I'll but, tell you some. Detail. I I have stories that you will like on this uh, for sure. Um, hold on, breaking news to tell you in the NBA. Uh, so Woj is reporting 
The Pacers are trading Sabo- Damas Sabonis, Jeremy Lamb, and uh, Jeremy Lamb and Sabonis. He really, he lists Jeremy Lamb twice. Interesting to Sacramento for Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson. So that's interesting. Wait, wait, wait. Say that again. They're trading them where? Pacers are sending Sabonis and Lamb and a uh-huh. third player who, who he, he lists he lists twice. Let me see if he retweets, if he corrected the tweet. He wrote Jeremy Lamb twice. So I don't think he's sending Jeremy Lamb twice. Uh, Jeremy Lamb and Justin Holiday. Okay, sorry. So it's Sabonis, Lamb, Justin Holiday to Sacramento for Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson. Wow. Going to the Pacers. Wow. Okay. Pacers are trying to find their way here. Uh, CJ McCollum went to New Orleans earlier this morning. That was the big news today. Early, I thought NBA-wise, was CJ McCollum getting traded from Portland. He's a hell of a player going to the New Orleans Pelicans. But So the NBA is trying to capitalize on all this media, obviously. So... Right. I mean, McCollum, I think, is a bigger trade than this one, personally. If you talk about, you know, bigger trades for the day, CJ McCollum going to the Pelicans is a like a wow trade. This one is a trade, but I don't know how, you know, it's it's a decent trade. But I mean, the Kings just gave up Halliburton, which is kind of stunning because Therese Halliburton's a player. That guy can can score. So mm. mm. NBA is being smart here. I mean, Tyrese getting traded. I don't get why you give him up unless he wanted out for whatever reason. He's a, he was a, he, he's a building block piece and the <laughs> Sacramento just said, Nope, we're good. <laughs> and right, traded right, him right. away. So, all right, th- th- there's that. All right. So the American gaming association today, Dave came out with their annual report. They are projecting $7.6 billion to be bet on the super bowl this coming Sunday, 7.6 bill B yeah. billion. Yeah. Is that low? I don't even know where they get this number. Like, I, 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 I ask this all the time. Like, and I'm going to meet these people at some point. Be like, well, how do you get those numbers? You haven't met them. I know them all. Like, I, I have them all on my phone. So, if, but, if you want to know, if you want to know how where they get it, I can literally have you call them. I'd love them. to know how they project it because they, ain't nobody giving them the numbers. I mean, they're they're counting on states and then they're multiplying it by this and then they're just coming up with a number. These projections are great. Um, Remember, Sarah Slane from the AGA famously said that a a fully mature United States gambling market would be 25 billion a year. Correct. And we all were like, no, 25 billion a year. Now that number is like a joke. (laughs) Like we're going to be a fully mature. will be close to like a trillion dollars. That's been going on this whole time. It's just now they're actually reportable numbers. Right. I mean, there's been people betting and taking bets for years that the AGA is estimating. Yeah. They, they have no idea. And it's been going on. And now we're actually, we have states and we have print reports and we have daily or monthly numbers get printed out. It's, it, of course, it's low. I mean, does that count the, the office pools, the squares, the different things? I mean, who knows what it counts? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I just know. Yes, the billion with a B number is real. It's going up, and it's just going to continue to be a number. In my mind, does that have any – does it wow you? Because it it never wowed me. Like is It wowed me pre-PAPSPA when they were saying what the market will be mature because we had never seen it. It was all – 
we had never seen New Jersey's numbers. We had never seen what Illinois was going to do. We had never seen what Tennessee or New Hampshire or Iowa was going to do. So pre-PAPFA, when they were when that when that $25 billion projection came out, we were like, wait, what? And now you kind of do the math on it and you're like, okay, and someone in the chat is doing the math. They projected 31 million Americans to place a legal bet on the Super Bowl this season. So that is 250, about 250 a bet. So that does seem a little, or 250 a person. That does seem a little low. How many people live in America? 370 million, give or take. Okay, so it's 10%. Yeah, that's a lot. 10% of the country doing anything is a lot. (laughs) That is a lot. I mean, so that may be a little bit of an overshot. That's I don't fine. think so. I don't think it's an overshot. Nope. I just think it's a difficult estimate because what you think there's 10% of the country making a legal uh, bet on the Super Bowl. Yeah. I think it's actually going to be higher than that because I think a lot of people bet for the first time. They just go ahead. For the, they're going to a party. Super they download an app. This is the first time bet for a lot of people. Yeah. So people they just and, Super Bowl. Yeah. And think about all the mobile signups, right? Think about all the ability oh, in different states to sign up at a party oh, or like you have, a, you have a party of 25 people. You're all talking and like, Hey, what are you betting? Hey, what are you betting? Oh, I'll do that. And you go ahead and do a sign up bonus or whatever. And it's, oh, Hey, I'll send you that, that DraftKings code. Go ahead and we'll both get 50 bucks in free bets and you know, roll in and do all that crap. So like, I do think that that number actually is accurate. I just think it's low compared to what we're going to see in Texas, Florida, Massachusetts, and California when those states go legal. Like we still have, we still have such huge population centers of states that are not legally into the sports betting marketplace yet. So we got a lot of growth left. There's a lot of, there's a lot of growth left in terms of how much money is coming down the pike in sports betting and and where we're going to be. So we got pop bear coming on here in five minutes. So I want to skip quickly to a couple of games tonight. Sixers are at home tonight against the Phoenix suns. It's the game of the night, in my opinion, in the NBA. How do you feel about the Sixers here and Phoenix, a road dog, a rarity for them to be catching points here, like Phoenix to keep their hot streak going? All right. What are you doing? Are you all right? I'm I'm fine. I'm moving. Hold on. I I brought both hats. So, because I couldn't decide this morning. (laughs) I brought both hats. We got Sixers tonight. We got Sixers. You You like the Sixers tonight? Phoenix is the best team in basketball. We told yes. people that weeks ago, okay? And we were like, yeah, Phoenix is – Phoenix is um, – you see what they're doing on the road? Like, mm-hmm. they have – I think they're 21-5, and five, they 15, 16 games. I don't know what it is, but um, I don't know how many times they've been dogs. Rare. It's, right? They're dogs today. This line screams to me, screams to me to take Philadelphia, taking the Sixers. Big game for both teams. Sixers got to win this game to kind of prove that they are a legitimate contender. And the Suns are coming off a back-to-back. I don't know how they didn't cover yesterday. They're the only favorite to not cover in the NBA in the past three days. Mm. By the way, there were six games Saturday, all favorites. Eight games Sunday, all favorites. Cover. And then five games yesterday, or six, 18 and one. It's 19. It was four yeah. and one yesterday. And Phoenix had a, the, the Bulls had a 12 0 run to lose by four. 
Phoenix was winning. That was a that was a bad beat. You you had that game covered the whole time. Mm. Sixteen and ten, Phoenix on the road this season against the spread. Philadelphia at home is ten and fifteen. Yeah. Against the spread. Philly's a better road bet than they are a home bet. Philly is just 27 and 26 against the spread. Phoenix 29, 24 against the spread. Phoenix over their last three games, though, just one and two against the spread. On the road against Atlanta, they lost by nine and only won by three against Chicago as six and a half point favorites. They beat Washington in another game on this road trip. They beat them by 15 as eight point favorite. So one and two so far against the spread for Phoenix on the road. I don't know. Eileen Phoenix personally here tonight. I think that they can figure out a way Aiton and company can slow down and beat and they make somebody else jump on in. But speaking of Phoenix, let's go and bring on the co-host of props, Arizona alongside Doug Franz, Papa bear, Sean Lockhart and him every Thursday morning. They do a great weekly podcast for us looking at everything Arizona related. And so let's talk about the super bowl and let's hear what Mr. Sean Lockhart has to say about where we are here for the Phoenix and Sixers games. What's up, my friend? Welcome to the Bostonian versus the book for the first time. What's happening, Matt? Thanks for having me on. I, I actually have a bet too in college troops tonight that I run. I want to run by Mr. Ooh. Dave Sherapan too. I, I want a little piece of that book as well. All right, we'll do that a little bit later on. Do you like the Suns tonight? Can, can they keep this hot streak going, or do you like the Sixers and Dave's hat? Yeah, I mean, I went on our podcast and said it was about time to start selling on the Suns as I think they just kind of reached a, a market high in price. So if I had to bet on that game, I'd probably be betting against the Suns tonight as well. All right. Interesting. All right. Before we get to the college stuff tonight, let's go through your philosophy. How do you approach the Super Bowl? Do you side total? Do you prop bet? Do you stay off of it entirely? Like where, how do you approach the big game? I treat it just like any other game. I think the line itself. Oh, look at that. The, the line itself and then click. We'll see if we can get him back. So th- there's all these new techniques. Or he, my guess is he touched a button on his phone. <laughs> that, that's that's going to be my my projection is that he because you're because he's holding his phone. Right. So it's very easy uh, yeah, 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 yeah. to just go click. You hit yeah. a button. You shut your phone off. You shut the camera off, whatever it might be. So that's going to be my 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 personal thing. There, is that. it? Is it that's going to happen? He, he he touched something he wasn't supposed to touch, and I I probably should have said, "Hey, put your phone down, and you know, go ahead and stick your phone on there." And Ivan, what was you doing? Yes. Yeah, so, so like part of the fun about Larry, he's probably we'll put him. We'll, 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 I don't know we'll what's going on here. I got five bars. I'm talking about the Super Bowl, and I lost yeah, it there. You, you, you're fine. I I think you touched something on your phone. That's what I think okay. you did. Okay. I think you. I think you what I'm not you? driving. Trust me, I am not driving. Please, you get in trouble. They got them cameras down there in Phoenix. You get in tr- they zap you with that ticket. You're done. Okay, let me <laughs> let's talk about this. The Super Bowl. All you need to know is Rams money line. Rams on the money line. I know Matt is Bengals. He's been chatting. He's he's drinking the Burrow Kool Aid. He's been drinking. Yeah, the but hold on. But you have to realize something though, Sean. I have a plus seven fifty bet on on the Bengals. I, I took them before the AFC championship game to win it all. So I'm going to bet Rams money line. I'm going to be there with you. And I'm just going to go ahead and, and guarantee and lock in a profit, but I've also taken the four and a half points. So I, I, I like Bengals plus four and a half Rams win by three is what I think happens in this. All right. Well, then we'll both make some money. I like it. 
But I think it's a fair price. You could chop around. There's some minus 190s, mostly minus 200s. It's where it's settling. But man, maybe I'm just old school and still think defense wins championships. But I just I don't see how the Bengals are going to have much success against that Rams defensive front. And I'm going I'm to bet it. Okay, so I, I I'll give you that. But aren't you aren't you a little concerned about the secondary? up against that receiving core that Burrow has won a game being sacked nine times already in this, in, in these playoffs and that secondary for the Rams can be exploited in that game against the Titans. They Tannehill played awful through three interceptions. I don't see Stafford doing that. And as you know, on your show, I came away and I gave away that Stafford to win MVP this season, some crazy long odds. I'm thinking Stafford to win MVP of the Super Bowl. I think I was, I was on to something there with Matt Stafford having a good year, or at least like having one of the best teams in football. I like those odds too, as a prop Stafford hmm. to win MVP. You can get underdog odds on that. Instead of, if you don't want to pay the minus 200 juice, but I think I was right about Stafford and you were wrong about that. Matt. you got to agree with that. You were anti Stafford. What was that? Here he is in the Super Bowl. He led the NFL in interceptions. How was I wrong about Matthew Stafford? Oh, boy. You're going to come on here, do this, Sean. Here you go. I'm going <laughs> to tell me. Tell me, how, Super tell me how am I wrong? Matthew I'm, I'm, Stafford I'm threw the back. most interceptions sure. of any quarterback in the NFL. Explain to me how I'm wrong about Matthew Stafford. When in a week's time, when you uh-huh. have to say Matt Stafford, Super Bowl champion, Super That's Bowl fine. champion. I, I, I also I say, I also say Trent Dilfer, Super Bowl champion. So what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything because no. he wins because he wins the Super Bowl. It doesn't mean I'm supposed to like all of a sudden go. Matthew Stafford is this incredible quarterback. He made the big throw against the box to win. Yes, that he did. Game. He has been incredible. Intercept. Yes, that's it. That's he's been incredible. I think so. He's in the super. He's guided this team. Oh, he did it again. That's two for two. Wow. I wonder if it's the application that's happening. I don't know. That's interesting. We lost him again. We lost him again. I'm here. No, we lost Sean. Oh, Sean's back. It's, there he is. I don't know. I'm not touching anything. I think it's just it's just a service, but interesting. Right. You pop in, pop out. He came well, on and Maddie's wrong. He cut the mic. Let me get get him out of here. Let me get a bet for Mr. Sherapan real quick. Though. I want to go a little yeah. Papa Bear versus the book. A little the bear versus the book. Let's go, baby. The orange tonight. College hoops. Syracuse. The orange. Minus four. Against lowly Boston College. I think it's wow. a great matchup. Cues is rolling. It's just a bad matchup for Boston College. They run a lot of pick and roll. They get a lot of shots at the rim. And that is what Cues defends with that 2-3 zone. They take it away. I think they roll tonight. What Do you what, what, do you like Cues tonight? Are you worried about this, this road favorite at all? I, I never that much road better. favorites. I know you don't. That's what I'm saying. What, what? Where'd you? Why Syracuse? Of all the games you got going on today, is this that bad of a matchup for BC? I think it is. If you look it at their is. like bottom ten percent in, they, they can't shoot. They get all their shots at the rim, and that is what the Bayheim zone takes away. And then you throw in how well Syracuse is playing right now. I generally do. I I bet I bet Texas last night. I know Matt might make Matt a little upset. I Texas fine. I, had, I know. Okay, but. I usually do take these. You got fortunate on that, by the way. Again, uh, FYI. I, I had the first half. I had the first half. They were up by five in the first half. Oh, okay. But at, at end of the game, that was a le- that was a KU meltdown. It, it comes down to possession. They they got the better shot. They got they made the big shot. The bank shot was a little lucky, but little. Yeah. What do you what do you think, Mr. Sherapan? You like that one? So I um 
how's the game play out to to the total in your opinion to the over mm. it's 145 yeah. i mean that's I, I don't see Syracuse like continuing to shoot 50% Uh-oh. like Uh-oh. their last four games. Yeah, I, I would lean the, – the, the only thing I would say, Sean, is that the books are telling you something with that number. Hughes should be a higher spread. It should be a bigger favorite than they are. It's road dogs in conference – or sorry, road favorites in conference that scare the living heck out of me. It scares like, me that's, too. Oof. Okay, I didn't like to come on and hear that, but <laughs> Syracuse isn't going to shoot as well. But I just think from a basketball perspective, I, I just don't see how Boston College scores. So maybe the under. Maybe that's where we're leading. Maybe, uh, maybe the under there. Okay, yeah. I, 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 you know, I, I'm so reticent to say okay with these road favorites. And even like P. Rold had Kansas at a pick yesterday. And I was like, yeah. okay, you know, and, and, and I still think that based on what I saw in the second half, that Kansas was probably the right side. They just – that close the game. Um, I, I I don't know yet if I if I'm if I need to bet it or book it with the bear. I think I would book the plus mm. the points. I, I would take plus the points at home. Good question happened again. So we're learning something about these about this application. I don't think it's Sean now. Now I think it's it's. Well, he's back. See, because he pops he pops back so fast. Is it is is what's so interesting because it, it it comes it comes and it goes and go ahead Matt put put him back in we'll 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 do one more at this now now he's back so before I let you go Sean before I let you go um we were talking about this earlier can you hear me still Sean can you hear me now Sean, Sean can't hear us can you not hear us can you hear us hi Sean can you hear us. He's playing now. He's, okay. he's gone again. Okay, but so I do want to ask him about the Kyler Murray situation because I know him and Doug Franz when they're when they're taping tomorrow for a Thursday morning drop for Props Arizona, uh, presented by Betfred Sports. I I'm I'm excited to see what what those guys have to say about that because they're in they're in the market and 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 Doug is following it obviously extremely closely with his contacts inside the Cardinals organization so I, I wonder how the Cardinals are feeling is it something or nothing let's try one more time Matt and, and see can you hear us yeah I can hear you now oh, okay good it's, all right it, it's a big nothing burger it's it's these young guys on Instagram I mean Dave no he's got teenage daughter he's got young daughters do they use Instagram like and send messages to people that's like the way people do it nowadays Listen, Sean, you're you're now a media professional. You got to turn off all notifications. You got to turn off all social media stuff. When you go on these shows, you got to turn everything off because if you're communicating like my kids and you get notifications, the phone never stops. It buzzes all the time. And I want to I tell them at dinner, turn everything off when we're sitting down for one Smart. hour. You can miss all those notifications because it never stops. It never stops. I'm not looking forward to my daughter getting to that age or my sons, but. Right, right now they have no phone, no notifications, but I, I think it's a big nothing burger. I think he's just, yeah, he wants a big contract, but it seems it's a little immature to me. It really does. It seems a little immature. So you think it's just him trying to negotiate with the team in, in his own little way. Yeah. Now it's getting talked about and all the talk. I mean, we went to the playoffs. He had a great year, but do we need more? He lost his wide receiver one. I think we still have him at least for another year. I think two years actually that he, if we picked up his option, he's, he's still got more to show. That's, that's my opinion at least. Is Cliff Kingsbury back if he doesn't get deep in the playoffs next year? I hope not. I I don't I don't like his end game management. I really don't. I 
we, we made the playoffs. We have a phenomenal talent. We have, we have a talented roster and it was his, his play calling and that Rams game. I mean, that just left a sour taste in everyone's mouth, how we finished the season. And it's not, it's nothing new with him too. Like he just, people figure him out. And then we have an awful end of the season every time. He didn't hmm. win with Patrick Mahomes. Couldn't win with Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech. Come on. What, what are we talking about here? It's fair. It's, it's a fair point. So you guys in Arizona will have the Super Bowl next year. Us in Vegas, we have it the year after. So this is sort of like a chance to, for you guys to get to see what's coming. You guys have seen, obviously, a bunch of big games before in the past. But the draft is here in April. And so there's an outside shot that you and Doug may be up here in April for props Arizona. And I'll be very curious to see how the Cardinals approach the draft. Do they go defense in your mind? Are they going to stock up saying our offense is good enough? We need better, uh, better guys on defense, or are they going to go all in on offense coming up in April? Don't tempt me with a Vegas trip. You know, I'm the easiest sell when it comes to taking <laughs> an hour flight or a four hour drive. Up there. Yep. But yeah, I think you're on the right path. We go defense. I mean, our defense is kind of aging and that's, that's the side of the ball that we need to help on desperately, especially to stop the run. But Give me a healthy Hopkins next year. Oh, that's it. That was a click off. I can't even say goodbye. I can't can't even give Sean a send off, but I appreciate it. We'll learn this. It's all. I wonder if it is. He getting text messages. Do you think that's what's knocking him off? Like a notification? That's it. Yes. There's there's certain apps, community things that we use for all this stuff. Yeah. That's a big thing. Like I had to learn the hard way too. And just I, I turn everything off uh, when I would do certain shows because this might happen. So that could be it. I don't know. He said, yeah, he, he says it, it happened in the same. He just texted me and said it happened at the same amount of time. But we got the pick. He's on Rams money line. So he's laying the minus 190 yep. for Rams money line. So that the, the, there is Sean's pick for the Super Bowl. He's on the Rams. We'll keep track of that as we talk to different people. And look, these are all kind of fun Um experience experimental type of stuff that we're doing and that was fun i appreciate him doing that because we're going to have people come on the phone a lot so the part of the fun of doing this is that you know for radio it's just like hey on the cell phone you call in well the phone cameras are so good now that we can just pop them on saying hey go ahead on facetime go ahead and pop them on you guys can be on the show so we have an app you download and you're just on the show so we're going to learn a little bit about how to tell people hey when you're on go on you know probably airplane airplane mode it like get on wi-fi and then put it on airplane mode so you don't get interrupted and you don't get knocked off but uh he said he said it's 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 no big deal it's an easier deal and you know we shouldn't be overestimating as to do it but um yeah i i've been we're we're, we're patrick everson and i were talking yesterday after he came on the show about what it's like so this is all kind of a learning experience for all of us here as to what it's going to look like and, and how we're doing it so you guys are watching it on the fly as we're as we're doing it uh so brian is really adamant asking this question as you guys were talking about syracuse and what they're doing tonight against boston college the yukon marquette game it's interesting. UConn is favored. And I thought this line was heavy last night at six and a half. Uh, I, I think UConn wins the game, but I don't think Marquette's been very, very good. UConn's lost back-to-back games. UConn's backs are against the wall tonight up against Marquette. And so I like Shaka Smart at Marquette. I think he's going to do big things at Marquette. But I think this is one of those games where UConn has to win the game. But six and a half is really heavy. It's down to six right now for UConn. Numbers coming down. For Marquette and UConn? Six. Six, six yes. Yeah, uh, let me make sure. Six. Six solid. Yeah, there's not any six and a half left. It's all gone. 
Yeah. So everyone's coming down on it. So like I would bet, I would take the six points personally. If I was going to bet it, I'd take Marquette plus the six. I do think UConn wins though. It's the same thing with Creighton tonight at home against Butler. Like the Blue Jays tonight are, are laying seven and a half points. Like why are the Jays laying seven and a half to anybody? That number probably has come down would be my guess. But like a UConn Creighton money line parlay tonight, I don't mind. I think both home teams do win, but I don't think that they cover. I think both those lines are way too heavy um for teams that butler creighton played already yes that was the game they got annihilated at hinkle Fieldhouse. they lost by 17 points oh creighton did creighton got killed second half didn't score oh, they scored wow. like 10 points in the second half this is, this is a standard play this is why that's so i mean i don't even have to ask like if that was the result and and the line was short you said right the line was it, small butler minus three in the first matchup yeah right and they win in cover going away when people are, so now it comes back and any any quote unquote short money wise guy play whatever bad guys they'll they'll play Creighton now really? oh it's automatic it's automatic you don't even have to think about it that you know they're gonna if you make this line six or less it's an automatic play automatic that's why it's higher um, you know it was it was Butler minus three and it's Creighton minus seven and a half that's a big flip. Right, and they lost yeah. by 17 points. Yeah, so it, the line makes no sense when you see it, and, and this would be one of those debates we would have with the power ratings guys and the odds guys in the room. Like, hey, you may you may have overshot it a little bit with the Creighton line. They'd be like, eh, no, you know what they're going to bet, and he was right. And, you know, one guy used, to, you know, Tom V. We I, I called him. He was absolutely right. They would automatically bet if this was less than six. They would bet Creighton with both hands, a hundred percent. So. Makes it's sense why the line is what it is. Doesn't hmm. mean it's the result, but I I would side with Creighton in that, and then I would side the other game's hard, man. Who's playing better basketball than Marquette right now? Like, there's not a lot of teams playing better basketball than Marquette. They're and you, really- but UConn really has their backs against the wall tonight. Like they, this is a they've been getting beat. They lost, I think, three out of four. Like they need to win tonight desperately, and they're at home. I was I would lean I would lean dog. I would lean to win outright market to win outright. I think live to win outright. So taking six is an automatic. Yeah. 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 I would, I, I'm with you hundred percent. I would bet Marquette tonight. Yeah. If I was going to bet it, I'd bet Marquette tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, okay. One real quick hockey play. You know, who's playing tonight, right? In, in the NHL. My Bruins, my Bruins against your penguins. Who we, who are we taking tonight? What's the line? Let me see. I didn't look. Penguins are favored, I think, by minus one and a half, I think. Or, hold on, hold on. Don't be oh, I looked at this morning. It was, I think Pittsburgh's the favorite here. No, Bruins are at home. Bruins, Bruins are minus one th- Bruins are minus one thirty-two. Bruins are home favorites. Um all right, let's look at this thing. Bruins. Oh. I'll take the penguins. I think the penguins are live. Five and a half is the total. We can get over five and a half. Oh, I like over. I like over in the game. Yeah, Bruins, Bruins, Bruins first period overs have been psychotic. They've been pretty good. Yeah, yeah you hit a lot because their goaltending's a mess. The goaltending's been a mess all year. Yeah, getting Tuka back was nothing. Like it was, nope. didn't help anything, right? Didn't now. help anything. Didn't he's, he, he's been he's been, yeah, in some ways he's made it worse. Better. Um, that's true. He has made it worse. So this is the first game back for a lot of these teams, right? After the break. This is yes. Um, you may have to just spray the board over. 
Like just the, the, there's going to be so many overs tonight. I would think the way the games have been going, and I'm surprised with the numbers. There's only one six and a half as I scan the board. Everything else is six or. Yeah, there's a couple six and a halves. The Pittsburgh Penguins, by the way, first period overs, one of the worst in the league, 19 times in 46 games, a 41.3% clip, five and five over their last 10. Let me plug this in so I don't get it. Bruins are okay, 22. They're about 50%, but they're seven and three over the last 10 for the Bruins. Columbus is in action. You want the the the, the best team is Toronto. 61, 62% of the time for them, oh. nine and one over the last 10 for Toronto to the over first period overs. How about New Jersey? New Jersey's not up there. Um, the Devils this year are 80% over the last 10, eight, eight and two, and 62% okay. as well. So, Devils first period tonight on the road at Montreal, a bad Montreal team. I'm going to bet that. I got to make a note to bet that. Yeah. That's, that's where we are. Devils. First period over <laughs> tonight. Cannot believe that the Devils are favored. The Devils, listen to this. The Devils played the Senators last night. Okay, right. And lost 4-1. They go on the road today on a back-to-back to Montreal. The Devils aren't even good. They're minus 110. <laughs> How bad are the Montreal Canadiens? Maybe the worst team in sports based on this number. And like they were in the cup last year, cup finals last year. How did how did that how did the how did the Knights lose to that team? How did that happen? Well, Carey Price, they were a different. Right. Team. Carey Price was in that zone. They, yeah, basically the shooter tutor in front of the net without the holes. He couldn't nothing could get by him. Um, but my goodness gracious, this can't be like. And again, you see spots when you do this stuff every day. Montreal, they, I mean, they may win three games the rest of the season. They got to be as live as they've ever been tonight. If they're dogs at home after the break, getting a team that stinks and gives up a ton of goals on the road, off a of back to back, if the Canadians don't win tonight, they ain't trying to win another game. <laughs> um, it's unbelievable. <laughs> All right. Time for our prop of the day. This is being brought to you by Given Props. Brad Feinberg, the co-host for Given Props from BetPrep.com, our sister's site. You guys can check them out. They are doing a very cool contest right now, by the way, to give away a bunch of free money. If you guys ever want to win free money, you can go over to BetPrep.com and check out what they are doing. They are calling it the big bleeping game. And yes, they actually are saying the um, they're kind of blacking it out, but it's the big bleeping game contest for picks so you guys can win uh, about 1500 bucks. If that's what you guys are interested in doing, go to betprep.com and check out more details for this picks contest that they are running. Chris Paul tonight over 14 and a half points at minus 122 is Brad's prop of the day. Minutes have gone up over the last 11 games for Chris Paul from 33 minutes a game to 37 minutes a game. He's okay laying the juice here over 14 and a half points for Chris Paul. You know what's interesting? Brad hits a ton of these. He likes overs as much as I like overs. It's interesting how much I don't think he's bet an under yet here on our prop of the day. He bet one under, I believe. Yeah. It's interesting, right? I mean, overs uh, hit too, but it's, it's, yeah. I, I, I've always assumed that people would be more heavily involved in, I mean, I'm invested in overs all the time. I hate betting unders on props. I'll bet unders on games, but I hate betting unders on props. 
Uh, yeah, though I, 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 I'm not surprised. I'm not. I, it's hard to surprise me with anything in the book, though. Like I just, I'm kind of, I, I seen too much and know too much. Um, so not surprised. Do you like this? Paul points over. Can we? I, I'd rather do assists or rebounds. You like this? I don't hate it. I don't know if I'm going to bet it, but I don't hate it. I don't hate it because Chris Paul is going to be asked, I think, tonight to score maybe a little bit more. I mean, doesn't this feel like an over game? Doesn't this feel like an, a high-scoring game? Yeah. Have you seen the Sixers play? Yeah. Like so they don't play defense, okay? So It should go over. This, this right. Be so as long as it's somewhere in the – as long as it's somewhere in the area of going over, I don't need to fly over, but 217 and a half, get me around 215. And I think Chris Paul is going to score 15, 16 points. I mean, the closer the game, the better it is for this, in my opinion, because Chris Paul takes big shots in the fourth quarter. So I want this game to be close. True. For, for Chris Paul, because if it gets to be a blowout one way or the other, Chris Paul just won't score. He'll just pass and he won't, but he will take the shot if you give it to him in big moments and you may need like a three pointer in the final five minutes from Chris Paul to get over, but I can see this hitting just because of how often the basketball is in his hands. Right. Uh, all right. I mean, I, I, I could see it uh, leaning over, but I'd rather look at assists or rebounds myself. If I'm looking to bet it, if you want to roll with this in terms of, um, is that wait? Is this right? What? Chris Paul has gone over 14 and a half points in every game since January 20th, but one. What well, I thought you what, what is the total? What is the 14 is and the a half? Number? 14 and a half. Chris Paul, it's minus total one. Yeah, his points are 14 and a half for points. Did he buy this down? No, I'm looking at FanDuel right now. It's 14 and a half at FanDuel. Minus 122. My, wow. Chris Paul, if you run through Chris Paul's scoring, his stats, 19, 14, 18, 20, 20, 21, 21, 27, 18, and 20 since January 20th. Numbers wrong. <laughs> that number's wrong, right? Can't be. I mean, I thought the number, I've been doing the shows every day. The number should be 19 and a half. I thought you said it was 20. I, th- I thought they needed 20 to win. You only need 15 to win. You absolutely bet this. Player points, Chris me. Paul, 14 and a half minus 122 at Fandle. What am I missing on that? I don't know. We got to bet that. Make a call. Got to bet. I'm just, I'm, I'm double Number. checking the, I'm double checking the points going like, I'm, I'm making sure that I'm reading the, the reading his stats correctly. Cause I'm like, is this like, this is right. Right. Like he's, this is what he's done. Right. He scored this many points and yeah, it's, it's accurate. <laughs> Like he scored this many points. Listen, sometimes the books get it wrong too. We talk about this all the time. I, I mean, it's on his average, I guess, right? It's on his average of 15 points. I mean, that's his average per game this season is 15. Yeah. So 14 yeah, and a half. They import the averages and, and shade them a certain way. That's all it is. It's not, I mean, it's 100%. I think you got to bet this. Yeah, I would. Yeah, Chris Paul. And, and at FanDuel, you're laying minus 122 juice. Why not? Like that's not expensive at all. Jump on that. That's. I mean, you can lay up, you can lay up to one fifty. I mean, I and feel comfortable with it. Right. Fourteen and a half point. He's getting. I mean, how is he not? It, I don't want to jinx it, but 
it's this is a very strong play. Let's put it that way. I like this. I don't understand. I'm trying to figure out like, is somebody out that's like, is Chris Paul banged? It's back to back. So it might be knocked down for that. Some, there might be some formula. Listen, the back to backs used to drive me crazy as an odds maker, as, as somebody who was doing basketball, trying to weigh the back to back was, was very hard. It was, it was because in baseball, it's normal in hockey. It's normal, and, and the goalies are the situation. In the basketball, it was very, very hard. For a veteran guy, it's even harder. How many minutes is he going to play? How many, what it, you know, you, you don't know, but I like the bet. So, yeah, this is exactly what you're talking about because the last time he played on a back-to-back was Sunday, Monday, the 16th and 17th of January, and it was 10 points and 15 points for, for Chris Paul. Ten in the first so, night, fifteen in the second. Yes. Minutes it was played. A, Look at minutes played. Is it, Thirty. Is minutes he played? played. Yeah, he played uh, twenty-seven and thirty-two. He played more the second game. Yes. At Was Detroit. At, the first game? Oh. At Detroit. Yes. Blowout. They they won one thirty-five, one hundred eight. In second game, they won one twenty-one, one hundred seven against San Antonio. How many minutes he played last night? Thirty-four. Oh boy, it's a lot. So Damn he's it. gone. I mean, the, the, the um, last time Chris Paul failed to score 14 points in a game in the NBA was the first game of that back-to-back against Detroit on the road. I mean, he's okay. shooting the ball 11, 12, 14, 15, 12, 16, 9, 17, 17, 11, 14. Like he is shooting the basketball. As long as he shoots, you know. If he shoots 12 times and he's hitting about 45% this season, as long as that number yeah. holds, he's going over. Like, I, it's I, just a bet. I mean, there's nothing. There's the, we, we don't have to. We can continue to look and shoot, try to shoot holes through it. <laughs> yeah, but it's, just it's like, I mean, sometimes just, just take it. Yeah, yeah, no, right. you, just, you just have to bet it. Like, I mean, we're riding the streak. Everything that the chat has caught on to us and, to, you know, helped us do. By the way, did you see that thing that Mikey Awesome did yesterday, like before the show oh. was over with Patrick? Oh. Like, the Patrick like, Everson dancing. Oh. And then I, I went 0-3. I, I couldn't use it. I was all excited to, to, to tweet it out. It. I, yep. You said, I love everything. You know what? This is going to happen. Yep. I'm going to go 0-3. I did. Knew what was gonna I was going to book everything. I was like, he yep. said it. He's absolutely <laughs> right. When he loves it, he knows it. You yep. know? Uh, you, exactly what happened was supposed to happen. Exactly what you said was going to happen again. So I hopefully I win a bet today. If I win a bet today, then we'll bring out the Patrick Everson dancing GIF. So that, that, that is the winning bet. GIF is when we, when I cash Paul over is going to win. So Chris Paul over when Chris Paul over hits, I, I will be, I will be driving. Uh, I will be somewhere on my, I'm close to LA hopefully. And I'll be able to tweet this out, but I will 100% be betting this before I leave Las Vegas. I will be hundred percent on Chris Paul over 14 and a half. That's a very interesting number for Chris Paul uh, here for the algorithm. All right. Time now for better to book it here. And we've got four plays to get into here with better or book it. Four plays. You got to get it all in before you leave or what? Uh, No, I mean, I'm starting to get involved in the prop market. So there's two bets tonight and two bets for the prop market that I would like to uh, get your take on. Let's start tonight, though, in basketball. And let's start here with Arkansas 
at home against number one ranked Auburn. Auburn's been leaking oil over the last two big road games against Missouri. And last time out against Georgia, they were fortunate to win either one. They have not lost a game yet here in the SEC. I think it's time. Arkansas, I'm going to take the two points here. Arkansas plus two. But this is exactly what I've been looking for. These are the exact games I'm looking to bet here coming on. Dogs at home with a big opponent. You know Arkansas has had this game circled. This is going to be, I think I think we're getting a court storm tonight. Arkansas plus two, betting it or booking it. Bet it. This is perfect. This is, listen, we, we, we've gotten burned a couple times going against Auburn here after you told everybody they were the best team in the country. And hey, I was, on, whoa, whoa, I was on them against one. Bama. Remember, I, I was on them at home against Alabama, and they killed Bama. So, oh, I thought you bet Bama. No, you bet no, Bama. no, 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 no. Oh, no, you bet Bama at home against Kentucky. Never mind. Correct. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Correct. Yeah. No, but you, um, I know the future thing you you know we'd mentioned you'd mentioned Auburn yeah oh no yeah Auburn I like Auburn to win it all I think that they're they're tremendous but they lose tonight this is this is one of those classics in a book like oh boy Auburn's you saw it last night with Kansas going to Texas Kansas probably was the right side but it lost these games are hard to win on the road in February seen it many times you sell me on a short home dog against the number one team in the country sold done bet it yeah, I think the SEC is going to be a bit more topsy-turvy. And I think Auburn actually benefits from a loss. I think that they would be better to kind of – they've been talking a lot of junk in the media, talking some smack to people about like, you know, you almost lost to Missouri, you almost lost to Georgia. I think a loss to Arkansas kind of corrects them a little bit and, and humbles them a little bit before the SEC tournament, which is – I mean, I think they win it. I think they're going to be a one seed. They're going to be very, very tough to get out of the tournament. But I, I, I think they're a team that will be benefiting from a loss. I'll take Arkansas tonight. Right. CLV Society, hashtag CLV Society for the next bet. I got the Boston Celtics last night at minus five. That number has spiked. (laughs) And I mean spiked. I am betting against the streak here. The Nets suck. And not only do they suck, they suck at home. They are five and 19 against the spread this season. There's no Kyrie Irving. Who knows if Harden's going to play And Boston is hot. They've been beating people by big numbers. I think it's five games in a row. They've won. They've covered three of the last two of the last five games. They've won and covered anytime Boston plays Brooklyn. It's a chance to take out a rival. I think Boston's going to lick their chops tonight and go to work. I got five numbers, eight, but I got CLV on this betting or booking the Celtics minus five betting it. We're betting against Brooklyn until they win a basketball game. It's pretty simple. Um, you got a good number. The number now is horrendous. Minus yes. eight and a half, a road favorite, the NBA against who is still the number one choice in futures <laughs> to win the NBA championship. I don't know. Oh, Harden's, Harden's officially out, by the way. So yeah, there you go. Officially Harden has been ruled out. So oh, Steve, that's it. Yeah. There's the spike. So, Right. I have no interest in taking the Nets and the give it the old college try <laughs> without our guys. Um, no, thank you. We're betting it. Absolutely. Oh, we're two for two. All right. My first two Super Bowl props that I threw out that I have made, I made these last night. Joe Burrow, okay. over one and a half touchdowns is only minus 145. Joe Burrow has gone right. over this number twice out of three games in the postseason, Joe Burrow, yeah. Joe Burrow went over this game consistently at the end of the year. 
And how are the Bengals going to score? They're going to throw the football. It, and, I, and it could be in a blowout. I don't need it to be a close game for this prop to hit. Over one and a half touchdown tosses, Joe Burrow betting in or booking it. All right, this is only Tuesday, and I'm sure we're going to get into these prop things, but I'm I'm booking this one. I don't really? I mean, this is, yeah, this is one of those ones. As we start to get closer, we'll probably be in this point where I'm going to get that feeling like I did in the risk room all the time and like, oh, man, everybody keeps betting the same thing. Everybody keeps talking about the same thing, and it all could win. If the Bengals cover or are competitive, this one is easy. This is one of the best bets on the whole thing. And I'm on plus four and I'm on plus four and a half. <laughs> exactly. So it makes perfect sense to talk about correlated things. I mean, you've been talking about liking the Bengals to cover the spread. You should like Burrow over touchdowns at especially less than 150. Um, but I mean, you just heard Papa Bear come on when and I'm thinking the Rams win this game. Like I'm sitting here just watching and listening. I'm not in the book, but as I start to talk about it more and listen to it more, I just feel like the Rams defense is going to be the the story of this and make it a game that like we're going to talk about in regards to a lower scoring kind of ugly game. And that means Burrow doesn't throw for over the two, two you know, two touchdowns or more. It seems easy. I mean, do they score 17 points? Easy. Do the Bengals score 17 points? That's a good number. That's that. I mean, they better score more than that. Right now it's 21 and a half. But if I gave you a team total of 17 Bengals, would you bet over or under? I think I would bet over. So would I. I So that's my point. That's a good. Like that's, yeah, that's the number. Because I, th- I see, I think they score twenty points, and I think they score twenty-one points. Personally, I think they score three touchdowns. I just don't envision in the red zone. I don't see them running, running the, the ball, ball, running the ball against that defensive front. I don't see them blasting holes enough to get Mixon into the end zone or P Ryan into the end zone. I just, I think screen passes. I think you know short slants, things like that. Those are the ways they score in the red zone or jump balls to Higgins, jump balls to to, to Jamar Chase. That's just how they score in the red zone. They throw the football all the time. So I just need 17 points. And I think that gets gets me two touchdowns from Burrow. Okay. Makes sense. That's my bet. Second bet, final bet here on bet it or book it. We are going to Matthew Stafford, longest completion. 39 and a half yards for Matthew Stafford. He has hit this 10 times in the regular season in two of the three playoff games for the Rams. He's had a completion of longer than 39 and a half, 40 yards or more. I think there are multiple applications uh, opportunities to get this swing passes, slant passes, Cooper cup bombs, wherever we are betting a book at Matthew Stafford, longest completion over 39 and a half yards. Don't ever take this personal and, and hmm. don't think I'm just booking it because I want to. I don't care. You know, it's fine. Book I'm booking this one. This, this is this though. If, if you got to pick a receiver to catch this, yep. which one are you picking? Well, it'd be Cooper cup, obviously, but I could easily see it be somebody else that we're not talking to. It's a super bowl. There's always somebody who does some play that you never see coming. And you're like, how the hell did that happen? I get a, yep. 
I get a screen pass to Cam Akers, and all of a sudden he's going for 55 yards. Like right. I get a broken tackle on a slant route, and all of a sudden it's Odo Beckham Jr. and he's going to the house for 60. Like right. there's just I don't need touchdowns. I don't need, I just need, need a completion to go for 40 yards. And he's had in three games this year, he's had a 75 yarder this season. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's incredible. This is, this, this is a good bet at the juice. Like right now, right. you've got it over nine and a half minus one ten. This is a good bet. I just think, again, I'm thinking, and, and again, could be dead wrong, but I'm thinking a game goes under. Okay. And, defensive style game so I don't know if this one over the top is going to be there but when I ask you the question which receiver would you would you think gets this of course Cooper Cup is the obvious answer and probably the most likely answer but I'm thinking like Jefferson um, longest reception yard like I like the receiver props uh, yard longest reception props over Hmm. because the shorter distances they don't yeah. have to. I mean, this is a long pass, and we need to either a big rack or somebody to fall down or get a coverage blown, like to get this one where you could get the receiver yardage. Like, I think Jefferson's is 17 and a half. Mm. I mean, that's just so you can just consider those rather than the quarterback has to get a, a, a 40 yard pass. These, these happen once or twice a game, you know. The reception yardage prop, longest reception yeah. could happen on every play. See, I, I I can see a low scoring game, but I also can see a lot of, I mean, these teams aren't running the football. I'm sorry. Like this whole idea that Cam Akers, like, like I'm just letting this, I'm, I'm fading that. I, I, I'm not betting it until Sunday morning. Give right. me as many yards as you want to give me. I'm fading it. They're not running the football. These guys are going out on their shield. This is Stafford versus Burrow. This is Sean McVay versus his pupil. Okay. These guys are going out, throwing the ball. They're not going out, running the ball. They're not going to grind it. This is going to be a grinder game. This is not three yards in a cloud of dust. This is five wide, spread it out and go ball. It's perfect weather. It's a dome stadium. It's a fast track. And I think these DBs on both teams are going to be lit on fire in this game. And so I can see field goals getting kicked. Like, it's really interesting. Everyone's like against the number of field goals. And I'm just like, I don't know. I can see red zone defenses having a pretty good game. I can see both the Rams and the Bengals red zone defenses being, you know, bend don't break because right. they're not going to want to get burned over the top. So they're going to give up a ton of yardage between the twenties and then clamp down. It just, it, it's going to be a fascinating game for this because the narrative right now is Rams and the under everywhere. And the public is coming in and taking Bengals money line. I mean, I, I get why. Right. They're taking the Bengals like on the money line. A lot of people. Just because it's plus, because it's plus and it's no one really is. I, I, I haven't seen any real position other than Mattress Max business move of somebody coming in and really jumping in on the Bengals, right? That's, I mean, have you seen it? I haven't seen anybody have a real legitimate bet, like a, a you know, a $1 million or $500,000 bet on the Bengals. I mean, I mean those are going to come, but they're not there yet. And I, the books I haven't taken them yet. Something at, uh, at BetMGM, I think, for 300000 I don't know. You you know me. I, I I've taken those bets. I I, right. I I count those as much as anything as well. I look the, the Bengals are a public dog. I'm not going to debate this, but in the Super Bowl, I don't really care about where the public is or where the pros are or how many big bets are coming in. It just doesn't matter to me. I mean, it matters. 
No, I said none of it matters. Yeah, well, I, I think I think in, in a week eleven game, I think it, I, I I do put stock into it as to like if everyone's on one side, I'd rather be on the other side. I'd rather fade the public in a game where it's like Bills are at the Jaguars, ninety five percent of the money's on, on on the Bills to kill the Jags, and they lose nine nothing. Like on, on 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 those situations, I do think it matters. But for for a Super Bowl, I don't think it personally. I don't think it matters. I just think bet what you think is going to happen. Forget where the money is. Forget what the books are reporting. Bet what you think is going to happen. I think Rams win by three and I'll make my Rams money line bet. If I, I'm waiting to hope to see if I get a crash. I, I, I mean, I want to see the line crash and public money coming in or pro money coming in on the Bengals and get that number down to three and a half. And then let me take the Rams money line at minus one sixty. Bill Romanowski is 10 feet away from me. God, he looks amazing in person. <laughs> you know why, I'm though? Just, he looks, you know why he looks I know. amazing. <laughs> let's, let's. And then, um, and then the people next to me here just set up these perfect studio lights. Look how good the lighting is. That's why I took my hat off. Uh, perfect. Wow. See, I told you, people are coming in. We're going to look wonderful. <laughs> Can't wait. This is going to be so much fun. You know, that, that's actually something I didn't talk to Farah about. I wonder if we, if we need to bring lights. But then I don't think we bring, need to bring lights. I mean, we I have don't lights. To, but if you have them, uh, it wouldn't hurt. Everybody that's setting up their little shots, everybody has them. And we have the space for it. We, we, we have the oh, space for yeah, the lights. We, listen, we got, we got a great table. We got space for whatever you want. We can bring huh. backdrops. We can bring guests. We could have a couch. We have, I, don't, I don't know why. Everybody keeps walking by like, who is this guy? And what does he have all these hats for? I don't know. <laughs> just hilarious. We have enough that space. Guy. Oh, it's great. Oh, all right. Well, I, I, I got two lights. I, I mean, I, and I got the car so I can, I can, you can see the reflection off of my, of my glasses that we yeah, got the these big, yeah. I, I've got these big lights I can bring. So I'll bring that. All right. Yeah. Favorite thing about today for you. What do you have on? What are you doing today? Oh man. I, I'm not sure how this is going to go with the McAfee guys in the, in the hammer dot group. I don't know yet. They went nuts when I walked in. We're going to hang out. I think we got lunch planned. Nice. Uh, yeah. We're going to, we're going to figure some stuff. Now lunch out. outside or inside. Cause I saw the buffet pictures and the buffet pictures look pretty good. Food looks decent. I didn't, I got to go find where that's at. I don't, mm. I honestly don't know where that's at yet. Media uh, dining looks to be halfway decent, which is always yeah. a good thing. Yeah. The, the, there's, there's all kinds of things. And then, we got some other people want me on to go on their shows. We're going to do like iHeart. Um, I, we're taping at the same time as Coward. So I told him, listen, I'm busy. I'm doing a show at Broad. I can't go on. Sorry. I don't want to big time anybody. But I was like, no, nah, I can't do it. I can't do it between 10 and 11. I can't do it. And we're doing a show. So uh, was that Coward's radio show or Coward's TV show? TV show or something. Oh, very yeah. nice. Well, he does both now. He, just, he does his podcast. He does Wait. a lot more gambling. He does a lot more gambling on his podcast than he does on on his TV show. Yeah, so it's uh, it's fun, man. There's there's definitely there's the buzz is is happening. It's been great. Tomorrow so, is the real. Like you'll see it tomorrow. Tomorrow's yeah. when it ever because the, once the fans come in, the whole vibe changes. It gets real exciting and, and, oh. and heated. Yeah, I can't so. wait. But you actually have like a real audience of people walking by and that's when all the big celebrities are going to come out and they stop and do the signing of the autographs and autograph lines appear. Right. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited for me. It's just, I just want to get today done. Like let, let's get there and let's get set up. 
and let's go tomorrow. Tomorrow's show is going to be wild to see and really fun. Uh, SoCal DJ on the way out saying there's a rumor flying right now that the Nets and the Sixers are working on a trade for Harden and Simmons as the core pieces. Other players in draft picks expect to be included, but it could be done as early as tomorrow for Harden for Simmons. If that trade goes, do you like that trade if it happens? Uh, I hate it for both teams. I think it sucks. I, I think I think it's a bad trade for both teams. I don't think. It, I, I mean, the, the pieces of the puzzle got to fit when you make a trade, right? It Correct. Like right, a, and it's it's a mismatch on both sides. A round hole. Like, what are you doing? You're going to send Simmons, who's taking time off because he couldn't handle Philadelphia and the ramifications of not shooting and not being a leader. He's going to go to Brooklyn after this dumpster fire, and he's going to what? He's going to he's not going to hear the stuff that goes on. I mean, I do the shows every day with guys from New York. It's a rough life. Like you got to be able as a sports fan to be able to take it. You're from Boston, same thing. I'm from Pittsburgh, same thing. It's a terrible fit for him. And then the Sixers are so close. I mean, they're so close to being a one seed, and, and, and you're going to throw hard into the mix. He better be motivated, and he already better be talking to Embiid, saying, "I'll throw you the ball, Jojo. Don't worry, you can throw it back, and I'll hit a three. But I'm gonna throw you the ball. Everything goes through Embiid." I'm good with getting them help, but get them the right help. I don't like it either. I don't like it for either team. I I think Harden with Embiid sounds good until you actually go and put it together. And you're like, wait, <laughs> there's one basketball and this dude's a black hole. Like, how do you, how, how does that work exactly? If you're Seth Curry, how mad are you? Like, wait a minute. I'm the dude. I need dribble penetration. I need guys to kick. I need open shots. Oh, it's a, Harden with Philly, I don't like. And then I really don't like Simmons with Kevin Durant. I, I really don't think that works. He's not a pass first point guard. Kevin Durant wants the ball as much as anybody. He wants to take 30 shots a game like he should. What's Simmons going to do? Post up? Like, <laughs> like it is, I don't get it. That, that, that trade, that's just two teams trying to kick out superstars because they need to get something that looks pretty on paper. But in execution, I don't think it looks, I don't think that works. I think that's a disaster. But maybe it breaks tomorrow during the show. So we'll have some fun doing with that. All right. I'm hitting the road, heading to Los Angeles to go find Dave. Where will you be tomorrow morning? Were you, were you just, was meet at the table? Is that the idea? We'll meet at the table. Yeah, I, that'll be fine. Um, yeah, that'll probably be good. I, I might, if we can meet, depending on what time you're going to get there. I mean, if you need help bringing stuff in, uh, yeah. whatever, we'll try to coordinate that. But I'll get you. I'm more or less. Number. I, yeah, I I I need I need your secret parking lot is more important than anything else. It's a far walk from the. It, 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 we're gonna have to carry stuff, but like I told you, I thought you said I wasn't gonna walk far. I told you I was gonna walk far. You're like, you're not no, walking far. It's one walk. You're <laughs> just not gonna walk around a convention central center. Once you get here, everything's kind of centralized. But yeah, I but I parked for an easy exit out to the freeway to where we got to get home. So it's it's right across. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. But yeah, I'll meet we'll you. Coordinate. This isn't going to be the last time we talk. Once okay. you get here tonight, we'll either meet up, come over to the house, come over to the hotel, we'll go eat something, whatever. Okay. We'll figure it out. Get a plan. Let's do it. One. Let's right. do it. Excellent. I am on the road with Matt Farah tomorrow. You will see Dave and I together for the first time in the Bostonian versus the book history of this radio program, whatever this is. TV program, whatever, whatever we do, internet program. We've never actually done this. Tomorrow's going to be a show you're not going to want to miss. Talk to you live from Los Angeles from Radio Row for the Wednesday edition of the Bostonian versus the book. 